Welcome to Peep Game Fantasy Football Podcast with your host, Larry McCormick. Welcome, Peep Game Fantasy Football. It's week nine, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you to tell you who to start and who to bench. For all the games that's happening today, okay, it's, it's a busy schedule. We all seen what happened Thursday night between the Houston Texans and the Philadelphia Eagles. We wanted more points from Jalen Hurst, but it wasn't a bad game. Miles Sanders got into the end zone. He would have had more, but Kenneth Gainwell also got into the end zone. So Miles Sanders would have had more, but it's okay. He's still a good RB2 this year for fantasy football managers. A.J. Brown got into the end zone. Now, Devontae Smith didn't have a good game, but I don't think it was because of Devontae Smith. I think the weakness that the Eagles seen in the Texans' defense was uh, the tight end position so that they kept leaving Dallas Garter open. So Dallas Garter had a remarkable day against the Texans' defense. So I, I think that it's still good things to happen with uh, – Devontae Smith, just that you're going to have weeks where sometimes it's an A.J. Brown game or like Thursday night, it was a Dallas Goddard game and stuff. So I think I still say that Devontae Smith is a WR2 slash WR3, but from time to time, being as old most weeks, he's going to either be the second or third option. You might have situations where he gives you a performance like he did on Thursday night. On the Texas side, Damian Pierce looked good, rushing for 139 yards. He didn't get into the end zone, uh, but he looked very good against that defense of the Philadelphia Eagles. As far as the receivers, I mean, Chris Moore had a pretty good game. We know Brandon Cooks didn't play because he's still feeling salty about him not getting traded at the trade deadline. Nico Collins didn't play because he's dealing with a hurt growing. So we really didn't expect that much from the Houston Texans uh, receivers, but they actually, if you it was in a pinch and you needed somebody to start as your flex, both of them, uh, Chris Moore and Philip Dorsett, they didn't do that bad and stuff. It could have been a lot worse. But now I want to talk to you about all the Week 9 games, okay? We're going to start off first with the Indianapolis Colts and the New England Patriots. Now, on the Colts side, we know Jonathan Taylor isn't playing. He re-aggravated his ankle uh, injury. So, it's the Deion Jackson show today. Now, they're playing a tough defense in the New England Patriots. So, I look at Deion Jackson like an RB2 slash RB3 based off the volume that he should be getting. We know that, they, yeah, they got Zach Moss also, but I still feel – I mean, I'm sorry, not Zach Moss. They got Philip Dorsett. They activated and Jordan Wilkins, but I still feel the majority of the work is going to Deion Jackson. Michael Pittman, Jr., you can start him. I look at him more as a WR3 this week against the Patriots. And that's and that's really about it on the coach side. On the Patriots side, you can start with Andre Stevenson. He's been red hot. He's been putting up RB1 numbers. Uh, he He's definitely taking the reign over Damian Harris in that offense. And Jacoby Myers, I look at it as a WR2 in the offense. I don't feel comfortable starting nobody else uh, for the Patriots side. Next game, the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. The Green Bay side look like Alan Lazard is coming back from that soda issue that he suffered. So he's a WR2 this week against Detroit Lions and their pathetic defense. Aaron Jones, you starting him. So 
And I can see you also starting uh, Robert Tanya. If you want to pinch with six teams on the bye, I can see you starting Robert Tanya and also. Romeo Dobbs, I look at him more as a WR3 for today's matchup because he can catch a, uh, a, a big pass for a touchdown. So I, I leave him at a WR3. On the Detroit side, DeAndre Swift is playing, but they want to limit his touches. So Jamal Williams is a better fit, you know what I'm saying, if you got the two or if you just got Jamal Williams, he's a good start today against the Green Bay Packers. If you do have DeAndre Swift uh, right now because of the situation, I mean, if you're desperate, because like I said, six teams is on a bye, you can put him in as your flex. I got him in the league, and I actually put him on the bench because I really don't know how many opportunities he's going to get. Like five or six touches, you know, from Swift is really not doing it. Now, he got lucky last week when he got into the end zone, but – you can't really count on that. Amon Ross St. Brown, you're starting for, for the Detroit Lions. And, hey, if you want to pass Khalif Raymond, it was somebody else that you could start, too, uh, for today's game. We know we know they don't no longer have T.J. Hawkinson, who they traded to the Minnesota Vikings. So, yeah, Khalif Raymond is somebody that you could put in your flex, too, to see what happens. Then we got the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Atlanta Falcons. On the Chargers side... Because you're starting Justin Herbert. Oh, yeah. And also, on the Detroit and Green Bay game, I feel good this particular week because of Detroit's defense starting Aaron Rodgers. Jared Goff, if you're in a two-quarterback league or a super flex, yeah, I can see you starting Jared Goff, but that's it. Now, getting back to the Chargers and the Falcons. Chargers side, Justin Herbert, yeah, you're starting. We know they don't have Mike Williams today or Keenan Allen today. So, Joshua Palmer is a good start. DeAndre Carter, if you win the pinch, because, like I said, they down receivers, and he was uh, dealing with an illness a few days ago, but they say he's going to be active. So I can see you possibly using DeAndre Carter also, and, of course, you starting Austin Eckler. On the Atlanta side, Cordell Patterson is, is back. So we don't know if he's going to get the full workload or they're going to ease him in his first game back. He's still using Tyler Algier and uh, – and, and, and Kaleeb Huntley. So that that's the tricky thing about that. If, if if I had to make a guess between the three, I would start, of course, Cordell Patterson over the other two. But I really don't know how many touches he's going to get in his first game back. So that that's a tricky situation. I was Cal Pitts had a very good game last week. We're glad to see that. Hopefully it continues. So I would start Cal Pitts because we know how hard it is to find uh, tight ends at fantasy football. And that's about it. I still don't feel comfortable starting Drake London. It's not Drake London. It's the offense and how they running it. Then we got the Bills versus the Jets. On the Bills side, of course, Josh Allen being started. You are starting Stephon Diggs. You are starting Gabe Davis. Um, I really don't want to start Isaiah McKenzie. Not, 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 not this week. Uh, Dawson Knox, you can stream him also. As far as the running backs, we know Naheem Hines is right now a member of the Buffalo Bills. They still got Devin Singletary. I was, I, you know what, to see what happens, if you got both of them, I wouldn't mind you putting either one of them in your lineup, to be honest with you. Let's just see what happens. I'm curious to see how this backfield is going gonna, is gonna to shake out. Uh, so both of them I can see putting in your lineup. On the Jets side, we know that James Robinson, he is playing. He came up on the injury report the other day with a knee uh, issue, but he is playing. But 
When it comes to Michael Carter, I can see you. It's, it's a bad matchup. I don't care if it's James Robinson or Michael Carter. You can start Michael Carter, but I wouldn't expect that much from him. Uh, I will start Garrett Wilson because uh, he is the number one receiver this year for the New York Jets. Uh, I don't know why they're not throwing the ball to a larger more, but that's hey, that's even here or there. I can't even comment on that because I don't know what's going on. And if you want to pinch Tyler Conklin, tight end, you I can see you uh, streaming him this week and see and see what happens. Then we got the Minnesota Vikings versus the Washington Commanders. On the Vikings side, Kirk Cousins, you start. You start, of course, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook. And they claim that TJ Hawkinson is getting a lot of work. We know the Commanders' secondary is the, is the weak point of their defense. So, hey, I can see you starting playing TJ Hawkinson. On the Commanders' side, yes, Terry McLaurin, you're starting. They they manufacture touches for Curtis Samuels. I can see you uh, rolling with him. Uh, I, I will roll with Antonio Gibson, especially since J.D. McKissick isn't playing this week. And that that be about uh, it. When it comes to Taylor Heineke, yeah, you a true quarterback, a super flex, yes. That a one quarterback league. Next game, Carolina Panthers and the Cincinnati Bengals. On the Carolina side, you start Deontay Foreman. We know Chuba Hubbard isn't playing again this week uh, dealing with his ankle uh, injury. And you start in DJ Moore. And if you want to pinch, if you are if you are in the pinch and stuff, then probably your best bet is to go on the waiver wire, look real closely if you need a receiver. And if you do need a receiver for this week, then probably your best bet is to pick up Terrence Marshall Jr., who... Had nine targets last week, and he was on the field majority of the time, and he is the number two receiver on the opposite side of DJ Moore. So if you're on the pants and stuff, I can see you getting uh, and, and plugging in Terrence Moss and streaming him in this week. Uh, let's see. Also, we have, uh, where where was I at? Where was I at? Oh, yeah, that's it for Carolina. On the Beagle side, we know Jamal Chase is still out. Uh, on the bigger side, you still start with Joe Burrow. Hopefully, they can look better than what they did against Cleveland because they looked terrible uh, on Monday night. You start with T. Higgins. You start with Joe Mixon. And I wouldn't mind you streaming once again Hayden Hurst. We know it wasn't a, really a good game from Hayden Hurst, but I can see him having a better game uh, this week against Carolina. Then we got the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. On the Raiders side, Darren Waller still isn't playing. Uh, I can see you playing uh, Derek Carr. You starting Devontae Adams. You starting uh, Josh Jacobs. And you can flex uh, Hunter Renfro. Hunter needs to play better. He hasn't given fantasy managers what they needed. We, has, we know Devontae Adams is there, but you're not supposed to fall off the map like you've been doing since the season started. I mean, you're, you're still a good receiver. We know you missed a couple of weeks dealing with that concussion, but you 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 weeks now removed from that concussion and the bye week. It's tough for Hunter Renfro to be more of an impact in, in the Vegas uh, Raiders offense, especially since Darren Waller uh, isn't playing once again. On the Jacksonville side, you, I would start uh, Trevor Lawrence because the Raiders secondary has been doo-doo this year. You're starting Travis Etienne. You're starting Christian Kirk. 
And hey, you I can even even you're starting uh, I can see you starting Evan Ingram, the tight end. And hey, I wouldn't even mind you starting uh Zay Jones at this particular matchup, the way the Raiders secondary has been. Then we got the Miami Dolphins and the Chicago Bears. On the Miami side, yes, you start you can start Tua, you start with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and you're starting Raheem Raheem Mostert. I wouldn't start uh Mike Gasecki in this matchup. On the Bears side, hey, Justin Fields is playing a lot better, so I can see you uh, starting Justin Fields. Now, in the running back situation between David Montgomery and and and, and their backup, uh, I, don't, I don't know why his name is escaping me, uh, Khalil Herbert. Yeah, Khalil Herbert. Like, you, you don't know how that's going to go. David Montgomery is going to start, but would I be surprised if Khalil Herbert, once again, has a better fantasy day than... Uh, David Montgomery? No, I wouldn't. So, yeah, I would start David Montgomery, especially, once again, with six teams on the bye. But I don't feel good about it. Even though it is it is a good matchup, I really don't feel uh, good about it. But you might not have no other choice. Next game, Seattle Seahawks. Arizona Cardinals on the Seattle side. Yeah, I, I would start uh, Geno Smith. Who would have known that? Week by week, we're, you know what I'm saying, me and not only me, other podcasts and other TV shows is telling people to start Geno Smith. Who's seen that coming in the beginning of the year? You know, if somebody had that as a bold prediction in the beginning of the year, hey, I give you a lot of kudos because to me, nobody's seen this coming from Geno Smith. So I like the first hand tell Geno that, you know what I'm saying, I'm happy for him that he's having a lot of success this year with the Seattle Seahawks because I definitely did not see it coming. I know me and everybody else was worried about DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, how they would look this year. Uh... Wasn't wondering if it was going to be Geno Smith or Drew Locke. And I, and I, and I really give Geno a lot of credit because he's been a very good quarterback. Hell, even been better than quarterbacks in the likes of Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford. Geno has been better. Now, we know Geno, the last time he played Arizona, he didn't have uh, a good game. But I still feel comfortable starting Geno Smith today like I feel comfortable starting DK and Tyler Locker and, of course, Kenneth Walker. On the Arizona side, yeah, you start uh, Kyler Murray. They say James Conner is going to be active, and he is playing today. Against the Seattle defense, I feel good starting James Conner, even though it's his first game back. And you feel good, of course, starting D-Hop. And I wouldn't mind you streaming in Rondell Moore. Uh, So Rondell Moore is a good start this week also. And, hey, I I don't mind you starting uh, Zach Hurts also. Then we got the Los Angeles Rams versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. On the Rams side, hey, I don't know what the hell running back to start. We know first they were talking about trading Cam Makers, then they didn't trade Cam Makers. Then him and Sean McVay smoothed things over. Over, He's supposed to be playing today. How many snaps he get, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen between him, Darrell Henderson, Rivers, who, who, who played last week. I don't know. The... the the Rams' backfield is a mess. I wouldn't start none of the Rams' running backs this week because you really don't know what's going to happen. You you start in Cooper Cup, even though we know that he got injured last week with his ankle, but he's supposed to be good to go. Uh, I guess you 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 can start Allen Robinson and, and see what happens. Tyler Higby had been a disappointment the last few weeks, but I can see you streaming in Tyler Higby this week and. That's really about it. On the Tampa Bay side, uh, 
I don't feel good starting Tampa Bay. This, I mean, starting Tom Brady this week. Uh, you can start Leonard Fournette. You can start Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And that's about it. Even though you can start it, I still don't feel good really about Tom about Tom Brady this week. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Tampa Bay offense. I don't know if it's the offensive line that's having him look this bad or, or his, you know, what he's been going through with his personal life. I don't know, but Tampa Bay has not looked the same uh, this year. Then the Sunday night game, we got the Tennessee Titans versus the Kansas City Chiefs. We don't know if Tannehill is playing this week. So, in the receiving core, really, the only person I feel comfortable starting on Tennessee's side is Derrick Henry. That's it. Not, not Robert Woods, not anybody else. So, it doesn't matter if Tannehill, even if Tannehill is active, I wouldn't start him or Malik Willis. I don't feel comfortable starting neither one of them. On the Kansas City side, you start in, of course, Patrick Mahomes. You start in Juju. Now, we get to see how it looks with them trading for Kadarius Tony. If you're in a pinch like I'm in in one league, I can see you streaming in and seeing what happens with Kadarius Tony. He's had two weeks to get adjusted to this offense uh, with them having a bye week last week. So, Juju, Kadarius, I don't feel good about MVS. I don't feel good about McCole Hartman. I can got a little bit more confidence in Kadarius Tony in his first game with them than I do in and MVS and McCole Hartman and stuff because I really don't think neither one of them are really that good and they're inconsistent. As far as the running backs, hey, who knows? I mean, Isaiah Pacheco started their last game, but he only played 30% of the snaps. CEH is touchdown dependent. I, I don't feel good about neither. Oh, and, and Jerry McKinney, I don't feel good about none of the Kansas City running backs, so I wouldn't start none of them. And as far as the Monday night game um, between the Baltimore Ravens and New Orleans Saints, I'd rather come to you all tomorrow to give you a, a who to start and who to bench as far as that game. So these are all the games and stuff to talk about today, who to start and who to bench. It's a, that we in week nine, okay? I was going to do, like I said, a, a sell high and buy low episode. But the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, we in week nine. Some players are who they are. I don't know if you feel comfortable all of a sudden that if a player hasn't been giving you what you expected for them to give you in fantasy, that all of a sudden now, towards the back end of the fantasy season, they're going to turn things around. Like people ask me, should I buy low on Jonathan Taylor? When Jonathan Taylor has been playing, he has not looked that good. Okay? Even when healthy. And now with him having this lingering ankle issue, I can't sit there and say, yes, you should buy low on Jonathan Taylor. I don't know when he comes back if he's going to look similar to, similar to what he looked last year. If I had to guess, I would say no. Maybe it's just a bad year for Jonathan Taylor. Sometimes that happens with players, you know. It happened for years, you know, with, with Saquon Barkley and stuff. I can't say that. Should you buy low on J.K. Dobbins? Hey, I don't know. I don't know how J.K. is going to be coming back. You know, he had torn ACL last year. He came back. He had a good game or two. Then, then he re-injured the knee. Now he's been put back on IR. I don't know how he's going to look coming back. So I can't say buy low on J.K. Dobbins. Like, I can't say buy low on Cam Akers if, if you see a fantasy manager has him on, on their team. Who knows how this backfield is going to shake out with the, with the Rams. So basically what I'm saying is, I think at this point of the season, you got to take players for who they are. If they've been struggling all of this time, 
Who's to say all of a sudden now in week nine and later on that they're going to turn things around and start looking a lot better than what they have looked the first uh, the first half of the year? I really, I, I can't go off of that. I wouldn't feel comfortable trading, for example, for none of them players that I just named. Not Jonathan Taylor, not Cam Makers, or J.K. Dobbins. Now, if you want to sit there and send somebody a low offer that really won't affect your team at all, then, yeah, okay, I get that. But other than that, no, I can't say none of them as, as buy-low candidates. I really can't. Well, this is Larry McCormick with Peep Game. Today is going, to be, it's going to be real interesting because me and my wife play each other in one of my leagues, okay? I'm the defending champion in the league. My wife actually has a better record than me in this particular league. Like, she's on the road. She got the Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs. Then I sat there and I traded her, Travis Etienne, and now I'm kicking myself in the butt because I wish that I would have uh, kept them. This is right before... Jacksonville traded James Robinson to the uh, to the Jets, so you know it's it's going to be a very interesting day. We'll be a lot of trash talking between me and the Mrs. So, hey, we'll see how that goes, and I'll let you know how that goes on my next uh, podcast when I talk to you about who to start and who to bench between the Baltimore Ravens and the New Orleans Saints. Well, once again, it's Larry McCormick, Peep Game Fantasy Football Podcast. Talk to you next time.